Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. But tonight's Center Stage, the first half hour, is going to be amazing. And why is that? Because we have Dessa joining us tonight. First of all, if you don't know who she is, do whatever you can to find out who she is. Secondly... If you don't have, um, if you don't have any of her music or you never heard her as a slam artist, go find it. If you don't understand how brilliant and how bright she is, this is a night you will learn a lot more about her. So stay tuned because I'm telling you, this woman is amazing. So let us welcome Dessa to WCCO Radio. It is such a pleasure to have you. <laughs> what an absolutely uh, flattering introduction. It is so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay, there's so much to talk about with you, and we have a good 20 to 30 minutes, and you tell me if you have to run off. But I am absolutely inspired by you, and so many others are. Let's start with where you began in this place called Minnesota. You were a slam artist first, am I correct? Yeah, you know, actually, I was like an unsuccessful literary artist first. I was a writer who didn't know how to get published, and a friend of mine said, you should go and try to perform your stuff. You know, do it on stage if you're having trouble getting it in print. And so that was my entrance into performance, was kind of an inability to figure out at first how to crack into the writing world. And then you didn't give up. That's the thing. Sometimes when people tell you something like that and you think, oh, I failed, you just kept going. The same thing happened to me once, Dessa. A woman told me I could not sing, and she was the manager of Stevie Wonder. And she sat with me and said, nope, nope, not you. You can't sing. You can't sing at all. And the man I was married to was a part of that meeting, and he stood up and looked at her and he says, ma'am, I don't know how crazy you are or where you are or where you've been, but this woman here? Not only can sing, but she sings with her heart. So you should stop saying that. <laughs> and I set up. I finally set up and went, oh, this is how it works. And she laughed at me and apologized. She said, that's what I was waiting to hear. That's, he's no, the one. Is yeah. that real? This is for real. This is for real. She I looked at my, my husband at the time. Yeah, he said that. And she was, she was hoping yeah. he would say it or I would say it. Wow! I was just—I was—I was trying to imagine a universe in which anyone with working ears would say that you couldn't sing, and I couldn't imagine it. So, so I'm relieved to know that the moral <laughs> to this story is about 
Self-advocacy, yeah. Self-advocacy, that's it, you know. Um, Speaking of self-advocacy, you have a new song that's coming out that I want to talk about right from the top because I had a great time listening to it, and it's called Blush. And I think that is so apropos for today. I don't know about you, but um, just hearing that word brought me many, many ideas in my head about how I've been living through this pandemic. Tell me about the song. Mm. So, um, you know, I... For many years, my musical genre has kind of has sloshed around a little bit. I like a lot of different kinds of music. I've made a lot of different kinds of music from kind of like indie, kind of rugged hip-hop to some more kind of lyrical R&B. And this song, Blush, is is more straight-ahead pop. And I love pop. Me <laughs> like too. I know that sometimes like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that was kind of a... It was a, a dirtier word when I was a kid. You know, people sometimes look down their nose at it. I just, I love, I've loved pop music since I was in elementary school, and I love it still. And so this tune is about um, the feeling of being very much infatuated with somebody, but the importance of also tr- trying to find a relationship in where in which one is appreciated for the fullness of who they are. So it can be tempting probably for all of us, maybe even particularly for performers, to present only your good side. <laughs> the jokes that you know are funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, to, to, posi- to position your face in the way that you would when you look in the mirror or when you take a selfie, that's not the full expressive range of what it means to have a human face, but we know our angles. And so I think it can sometimes take a little bit of self-discipline to present a loved one, even with the parts of you that might not be the most polished, that might not be the, the, the readiest for consumption. And mm. um, so, yeah, it's about trying to find a, a fuller connection with somebody. A fuller connection with someone. That is absolutely the purpose of what you do. And you have so many outlets, so many tentacles involved in so many things. I mean, people can receive what they need to get from you with one thing or with an abundance of so much more. Why do you do that with yourself? When was the moment when you knew, I have to do a lot more? Have you always done a lot more? Well, I mean, you and I have spoken, I think, as artists about the way that one might conceptualize their career. I would say that a word like entertainer wouldn't probably be the first one that I'd reach for. Mm -hmm. For me, I think um, art has been communicative. Art has been a way to find human company and companionship, even when it might be difficult in the lived moment. Even if there's nobody in the room who feels the same way as you do, there's probably somebody on record right, who's singing the song that expresses exactly the way that you do, right? And so I think for me, the feeling of community and companionship is a big part of what uh, makes art attractive to listen to and to make for me, yeah. The thing about you that I've heard from other people, I did my own little survey. <laughs> they said, you know, there's there's a piece of me that's always in something she's doing. You know, even if it's not what I'm expecting, I find out that it's something that is going to affect me. And I love that, right? That means you're going to take challenges. People are going to say, okay, I don't necessarily enjoy this, but wow, what that just mm-hmm. happened on the right. Thank you so much for that. What are you hearing from your fans today? Because I know you took a little hiatus, um, which is very healthy for all of us. Um, what, what do you say to your um, your fans today? Mm. I mean, in some ways, I 
try not to be so presumptuous as to imagine that I know exactly what somebody needs to hear. So I know that some artists create uh, like agendas or artistic manifestos and that serves them well, but that's never really been my thing. I'm, I'm a big believer in the power of true stories. Mm-hmm. And I don't think every true story hits the same person, hits different people the same way. You know, what I enjoy most about a particular testimony is going to be informed by my own life experiences, right? By the own kind of read that, that resonates in my chest, maybe tunes to a different frequency than does yours, right? So if two people sit down and watch a movie together, the mother might have a different experience than the daughter, even if they both really enjoy the film. So I'm kind of trust truthful work to go out and make its own way. And, and I feel the same way as a consumer of art, you know, that that truth doesn't have to have an agenda. It just has to be true. And we'll find the meaning uh, that we need to make of it. Oh, truth will find the meaning of what we will make of it. Can you just like put that on a coffee cup or a t-shirt for me? <laughs> that is, that's the essence right there. That's the essence. So let's talk about everything else that you do as much as we can get in. Um, we talked about your beginnings, but you're brilliant. You really are. You write poetry. You write books. You write so much more. You deliver the music, but at the same time, there's so much more coming. What should we be looking for from you uh, now from this time on? Well, you know, if I survey the next couple of pages of my calendar, the big stuff in my universe at the moment is I'm recording a new series of pop songs. So I'm looking to my right and I can see my closet door behind which is the microphone where I'll record all my background vocals. <laughs> and um, so it's recording time. It's also, uh, it's also, I'm heading into the release of a new poetry project that I'm kind of excited about. You know, I read a lot of like performance poems on stage, even at my musical shows. And I, heard that. I collected... Yeah, yeah, and, and I've always loved that. You know, you mentioned the slam stuff, and I think I'm I'm a big fan of language arts and all its forms. And so this collection coming up is 12 poems, and it's bound in a really pretty little book with like a gold foil and embossed cover. I don't know if I can say the name on the radio. <laughs> say it. I'll say it for you if you want to. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I think it's it. absolute. I think it's I think it's adorable. It's called Tits on the Moon. Come on, you guys. If you are offended by, offended by that, then I'm sorry. But seriously, that is a great title, okay? In my head, all sorts of things I thought about. Oh, yeah. So she's saying to me, the first thing I got, I gleaned from that was, oh, by the way, Geraldine, there are women on the moon. Yes. <laughs> but tell me, why tits on the moon? Yes. So there is a poem that lends its name to the collection and that poem starts with the line the moon's gravity is one sixth of ours my tits would be awesome there but the poem (laughs) continues to talk about the kind of burden bearing that we do and maybe women particularly here on earth what it means to carry weight to be a body in the world yeah I saw a movie not long ago, and the woman said, you have to understand, I am a woman. I I bring souls into the world. And I just kind of stood up and said, yes, right? <laughs> right? We cannot keep going forward without people being born. 
Um, so that that that's exciting to know that you're calling it that. What are your expectations of this particular collection? Because um, so many cannot seem to find those that I know can't seem to find from you um, where you're going next. A lot of artists they announce it immediately, or they'll say, "I'm thinking about doing this," but you're all you always have clarity. How is that? Well, I mean, well, thanks. I, I mean, I think in some ways, even if I haven't always achieved my objective, the goal is to try to do good work, to try to render it as bulletproof as I can in an effort to garner enough trust from the people who like my stuff so that if I say, hey, I know I haven't done a, a radio play before, but will you follow me? And just press play and listen for five minutes and see if you dig it. I got... I take the trust, I think, of listeners really seriously, and I take the time seriously. You know, sometimes the way that um, the way that people tweet online, I admit, kind of turns me off, like the all caps, like, this is your new favorite song, check it out. Like, that's really unlikely, but I'd be honored if I had 30 seconds of your time to see if you dug it. So I try to honor, I try to honor the ask, you know, to realize that we're making an exchange Right. And to be mindful, yeah, to be mindful of the time and the money that I'm asking from anybody. So for this project, it's a different kind that I've put out before, but I hope it delights people. I hope it makes them laugh. There's some funny poems. I hope it hits some tender spots, too. Yeah. All right, let's just take a, a breath, take a deep breath for just a moment. Because I'm like, wow, I'm interviewing Dessa. You guys have no idea how much <laughs> I care about this woman. She is so amazing. Cool. So thank goodness we have center stage here at WCCO. And, of course, Dessa is joining us. If you are just joining us tonight, we sure appreciate it. Um, you can always go and listen to the podcast as well afterwards. But uh, as I sit here and interview, interview her, there is so much to talk about. I keep looking back and forth saying, okay, do you want to say that now? Do you want to say this now? Yeah, you make me nervous, but it's a good thing. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just be real. Charmed. Charmed. Okay, you've got um, the body video um, that's available, um, and I know there's websites for them. We will try to post those as well. Uh, that You'll be doing a reading at the Twin Cities Book Festival at the Minnesota State Fair on Saturday, October 15th. Tell us more. Yes, I'm just starting to announce uh, some readings for that book. So the book itself actually comes out like on the 18th of October, but this is a book of poems that's designed to be read out loud. So this is not like, you know, to be read in the study and in your, you know, sitting upright. It's to be read while moving. It's to be read loud and in company, you know. So these are performance poems. So I'll be doing some readings there at the Twin Cities Book Fest, put on by Rain Taxi, who helped publish the book. And then I'm also, you know, setting off on a series of shows, um, like musical concerts that I'll be incorporating some of that poetry into. So I play uh, First Avenue on the 21st of October mm -hmm. and then head off to a few dates in Wisconsin and Iowa and Chicago. But, of course, it's the hometown show that very often... You know, it, it, it has special resonance, for sure. That was always a big one. So um, I'll be putting together some special performances for that night with layered harmonies and horns and all sorts of special guests. You have recorded, what, twice with the Minnesota Orchestra or three times? We played, I think, like six shows together, and we did put out an album, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I was in the audience for one of those concerts. I was blown away. By the way, I'm going to ask God for your body for a little bit of while. Maybe a thousand <laughs> years I'll walk around in your body because it was amazing. That that second set outfit was just wow. That's all I have to say about <laughs> that. Wow, woman. <laughs> Oh man, thank you. And, and shout out to the local designer who I was like, I want to. So, well, you and I know this, but like, do you use when you sing? Do you prefer to use wedges that are on the stage, like for monitors to hear yourself, or do you like to have the monitors that are in your ears? I'm old school. Monitors? I'm old school. Yeah, I want wedges, the I want right? the monitors on the floor. Yeah, I do too. But for the for the um, orchestral stuff, sometimes you have to have like a click in your ear, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I needed to have this little, like the little battery packs that you see on TV. And so it was so cool because I talked to the clothing designer and I said, I need somehow to get this battery pack on. But in women's clothes, there's not that many places to put them that don't look kind of stupid, you know? I and know. So, <laughs> they could just look silly. And so we, we invented like a, a leather holster that was based on the outfit. Um, like Lara Croft Tomb Raider. So it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun to find a way to strap this, you know, to your very, like, um, controlled top tight. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's talk about November right quick, because you'll be an artist in residence. I was so happy about this. An artist in residence at John Hopkins University, where you'll spend a few days meeting classes and lecturing on music industry, creative writing, and life in the arts. I would love to be in that space to hear you talk about that because life in the arts, according to Dessa, should be a whole nother album. You know, um, I just love that you have this difference about you. So tell me what you're going to pour into those people, the students, the faculty that may be there for this. What are you going to pour into them? I really do. Do you enjoy doing academic residencies or lectures or visits to campus? I have never done that um, for academics. Come with me. I would love to. I'm asking you on air. No, I'm asking you for real on air. Would you do it with me? I would absolutely do it with you. Absolutely. Okay, we've got a plan. (laughs) We have got a plan. We are going to start scheming as soon as this interview is over. We are going to tag team the heck out of one of these. Okay. Can't Um, wait. You better hold to it. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) But I, yeah, I really, I really like visiting. Um, I really like visiting campuses. So usually when I go, you know, I'll kind of think of like, so what are the skill sets that I have to share, um, and who might be interested? You know, what kind of audiences on campus might have a, a curiosity in those skill sets? So I'll usually visit like a writing class. Awesome. I'll visit a, a musical class, um, and then very often the business stuff because I think. I think it's pretty easy to imagine when you see someone on stage, like when I see you on stage at like the fits, you know, so it's beautiful dress, bright light, amazing (laughs) voice. You're very much in your element, but I think it can be easy for people to leave with the misimpression that the job in its entirety is quite that glamorous. Whereas at least in my experience, way more of this job is lived in glasses and a sweatshirt than is in sequence and in a spotlight. You know, there is a lot of planning and hard work, obviously, that goes into trying to build an artistic career, even after you're getting some great gigs. And so to speak really frankly about what that's like and to try to speak about what it means 
to build mutually beneficial relationships where everybody who's in them wins mm. instead of relationships that can make people so icky or taken advantage of. Um, that That's a passion for me. I like talking about the business. I like talking about what happens behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. And I'm not as knowledgeable as you on this, but I really do. That's awesome. Now, as we wrap up our conversation, I do want to ask you about taking part in an event at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and that's on October 2nd. Tell us more, please. I am excited about this. So this is an event called Sound Health, and it's sort of a hybrid gig where it's an event that involves musical performance from some real serious hot shots. So it's like the, the bassist Esperanza Spalding mm. and the, the, the soprano Renee Fleming. Oh, I love And her. the group Afro, yo, right? And the group Afro Blue. So it's, it's deep, but it also has a lot of conversation about science and resilience and, and how like music fits into culture and how we understand um, how musical participation and enjoyment might inform like neurological health. So it's a really mixed bag. And I think I'm, I'm excited to play the two songs I'm playing. And then I'm really excited to be like a member of the audience, right. you know, and listen to the other conversations there as well. Yeah. My goodness, I wish we had two hours to talk. There's so much more in my head that I would love to talk to you about. But just having this moment with you tonight has just been a blast. I cannot wait to be in your company again, to see you, to see that smile and hear the voices that come from you, whether it's singing or reading or it's just remarkable. So thank you for loving me. I love you too. And just know that we are here for you. Minnesotans are here for you. I am here for you. If you ever need me, just call me. Oh, and you are welcome at any in any room I'm in. So I can't wait to drag you out to an academic residency and share a stage together. <laughs> All right, drag me out. I'm ready. I'm All right. ready. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> thank Love you, you woman. Thank you for having me. Oh, welcome. Thank you. Love you too. That was Dessa. That's Dessa, you guys. If you don't know who she is, you've never heard her, please look her up. It's far more interesting than we've been able to delve into tonight. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. All right.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 